were getting takeout food for the first time in weeks, <laughs> two yeah. weeks. And they close at uh, in uh, forty five minutes, so I got to place my order soon. <laughs> yeah, you got to um, got to support the uh, support the trades. That's right. Yeah, I'm so excited. I haven't been so excited to have takeout in a long time. What are you gonna eat? Uh, Vietnamese food, I think. Uh, excellent. Yeah, there's an example of colonialism resulting in some incredible cuisine. Hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, right. The Vietnamese yeah. and French crashing together. It's an interesting result. Yeah, the banh mi is, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty good. I know poor Rob, I'm always trying to, I'm like peer pressuring you into having um, less um, pure liberal views. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, colonialism is a bastard. It's horrible. Yes. But here we are, and there's some good food to eat out there. And like, yeah. Do you wish that food didn't exist? Do you boycott that food because of its connection to i wish it existed without colonialism of course as do (laughs) i but yeah just yeah it's well and i mean did we didn't we already talk about this in terms of are there um musical artists that you will not listen to because of their bad behavior um yeah well sure yeah there's a there's an ecosystem of of uh parameters Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i that i apply but it's complicated, man. There's a ton of people that'll turn down R. Kelly the second he comes on, but man, Michael Jackson, that's a tough one. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Or or do you turn off the music he inspired? Or what about Jackson Five, like before it right. happened? Yeah. That's that that's my that's my dividing line. Anyway, you know, here's our relaxing podcast to get your mind off of yes. one set of terrible things uh-huh. Uh-huh. by replacing it with an, another set. Yeah, I was thinking today we should maybe introduce ourselves in case mm. we haven't a little bit. So I thought interesting theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go for it. Oh, now I uh, but I don't have my document up. Here we go. <laughs> oh. Hey, wait! I thought I thought you were winging it these days. Uh, welcome to Opposable Thumbs, a podcast where Taylor, who is not me, who is the other person on the phone, on the phone, on the Skype, together with us in our ears, and Rob tackle a creative new creative challenge. Uh, in every two weeks and talk about our accomplishments, failures, and lessons learned. Uh, my name is Rob Ray. I use he, his gender pronouns. I'm a designer by day and an artist by night, and I make uh, music and objects using the name Shimmering Trash Pile, and I am social distancing, sort of, mostly. And I'm Taylor Hokinson. I'm an artist, educator, DIY enthusiast, CAD cam evangelist, Midwestern Viking noted tall person, and I'm a he, his kind of guy. Woo! Yeah, yeah, social distancing, man. Oh, my gosh. It's hard. Just a, yeah, today as we're recording this is the day that the United States now has the most, the highest number of mm, confirmed right. COVID cases. Yeah. The world across. I think it's, I think we're going to see a lot more happen before we see a lot less happen, Rob. We are. We're on yeah, the precipice of history, my friend. Yes. It feels good. <laughs> oh, yes? No, it doesn't feel good at all. I do wish I had that L.A. weather, but man, it, you remember in Chicago when, like, the day it hit 49, everybody would be out in flip-flops and shorts and their goose pimples yes. and their office tans. Yep. And, um, yeah, so everybody just mobbed the 606, which that wasn't built until after you were gone, right? But they took that elevated train. Um, yeah, it used to be, like, where you would go shoot up. <laughs> and so speak for yourself i i picked much yeah. classier places it's where that. i would dodge people shooting up on yeah, my, there on you my go. bike yeah <laughs> the um yeah i was walking by someone on the nod the other day sitting on a bus 
um, bench. I was walking my kid in the stroller and they were nodding so far off the bench that they took up the entire sidewalk, but they were still yeah. somehow um, a, a, a vertical. It was an it was sort amazing of sight to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's rough. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think they were handling it. And after I walked by, they were like, oh, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, addicts are people, right? Yep. Um, anyway, yeah. So the, the first day of 49 came and all the Chicagoans busted out to the 606, uh, imagining that they would be the only ones with this idea. And then it was so crazy that Lori Lightfoot had to shut all of the parks in town so that we didn't just become like hotspot central. Yeah, Chicago is supposedly on the on the rise, right? And Detroit, mm-hmm. both. Yeah, it is. Although um, there's a lot of you know J.B. Pritzker, right? He you know just like the portrait of the cartoon banker came in, uh-huh. and I think a lot of people have been really surprised by his leadership uh, on a state level. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, he's been he's been delivering some pretty rousing speeches and, and really giving it back to Trump too. So I'm excited is, to see where he takes it. Is Pritzker the related to? Everything in Chicago named Pritzker. It is indeed. Yeah, the dude, uh-huh. dude uh, uh-huh. has a lot of dough. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, we just we traded a um, Republican billionaire for a, a Democratic billionaire. Yay! I don't know if Rounder <laughs> was a billionaire. I think Pritzker is a billionaire, but I could be wrong. Mm, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Who Yikes. asked me? <laughs> Rob, didn't you yeah, say something it? about wanting to make this a a respite from talking about the yes. virus? Yeah, we just we just really goofed. Okay. If you want, we can just okay. start right now. Should I just stop recording and start again? <laughs> no, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Here we go. Here we go. No more no more conversation about the virus. Bring it until we until we talk about the virus. Taylor, how um mm-hmm. how's like what what have you you're teaching again? I assume yep. are mm-hmm. you yep and are you uh, finding joy through creativity in any way, shape, or form? Uh, I think um, in terms of parenting, it's been really interesting because so my wife and kid and I are all at home and we're in a really lucky position where my wife and I can both telecommute and our kid is going to be five in a couple of weeks. So we had to, mm-hmm. we had to cancel her birthday party, <laughs> oh. but she loves it, man. I mean, she's an only child and yep. her you know picture of joy is to get up in the morning and nobody leaves. And then you get to watch a lot of videos and everyone's kind of paying attention to you or is forced to all day. So it's kind of nice to reset your expectation of how much work you do during the week. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I, I can only realistically get like two or three hours of total focus at home. Um, and then a good portion of those are taken up by zoom meetings. Yes. And so you're basically thinking like, all right, I'm going to write for 45 minutes and then I'm going to go play with Legos and stuff. Cause my kid is getting no schooling. Yeah. And so it's important, you know, and yep. like playing with your kid actually becomes a, can get out in front of all the other stuff you told yourself was important before. And I, it's kind of an interesting lesson to learn, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? This is like a blast from the past, but also sort of current. Mm-hmm. I wanted to share a link to a person who uh, was like pretty, pretty inspiring to me as a kid. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I wonder if I can guess. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, let's see what uh, tell me what year they were inspiring to you uh like 1990 1990 were they a culture worker they would not consider themselves one oh interesting um surely not sports no um i mean pseudo sports related would have appeared in something like outside magazine which is maybe where i first ran into them something like that 
but not not a sporty person. I don't like not not a. Is this is the guy player. that founded Patagonia or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was inspired by his leadership. And <laughs> okay, who was it? I'm never gonna get. <laughs> it was um this guy Stephen Roberts who mm-hmm. uh had built this recumbent like oh, yeah. super nerd bike. Sure. Uh, the recumbent bike, right? Yeah, called Behemoth. Um, I feel like I, maybe I mentioned him on the podcast, but um, I have never heard you mention it. Oh yeah, good. Okay, yeah. He, he. I mean, there are so many nerd things. He had a ham radio on the bike. He mm-hmm. had um, like a corded keyboard on the bike. So he and like a, with a heads up display, so he could like type messages with his fingers while steering the bike and looking and forward. also yeah. yeah, looking forward. Yeah. Um, he had like solar panels on his bike and I just thought like, yeah, what I wanted to be was like the punk rock version of him. Oh dude, that guy has a great late eighties, early nineties headshot on his yeah, website. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And now, now he's really, he's really into a thing that I'm not so into, but maybe when I'll turn his age, I will be. Mm. He's really into the boat version of that. So he has these yep. like, um, boats with like, you know, uh, I don't know deep learning stuff going on or whatever it is. But yeah. uh, I really like the the bike thing, Winnebiko and Behemoth, be, which stands for something um, crazy. But yeah, he, he pedaled, per his website, he pedaled 17,000 miles on a computerized bicycle. Yeah. And it's um, cool. it's just so cool. Um, and he really got me thinking about like people's like um, long-term work somehow you know Mm -hmm. like sure that like like what he did then is still inspiring to me today and he's still sort of doing a pseudo version of that um and like also just how kind of ahead of his time he was in a weird way like Mm -hmm. we really like the idea of like imagine now the rig he would build would probably weigh like 10 pounds at the most yeah (laughs) and what he used to haul like a, a hundred around yeah and like batteries like or you know he probably had lead acid batteries that he was towing behind himself sure and um now he's not so it was just interesting to look at like all that and think like most of that now you could just like uh strap a phone to your face and be off and running i think the the first person i got inspired by like i remember i wish i could remember the date but embarrassingly late like into middle school or even high school uh-huh. maybe i remember being at a movie and thinking like oh narratives mean things like it's not mm-hmm. it's not just what mm-hmm. happened and um i remember having to do a paper i think my junior year or senior year or something like that um and the professor said or the teacher said if you get for every grammatical error i'm going to reduce your grade by 10 percent." and this paper was worth like a lot it was like the final project in the class um and so i did a paper about a clockwork orange and i finally oh, wow. was like oh and this was the book not the movie uh-huh. Although they're largely similar, except for the end. But I've never read the book. Oh, Rob, have you seen the movie? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, clearly there's a couple of books and movies where um, both products are super different, but also uh-huh. both masterpieces. I think 2001 uh-huh. is uh-huh. that way, where the book uh-huh. is a masterpiece. But it's actually oh, a lot cool. more explicit, the book, oh. right? So you remember at the end of 2001 where you're like shooting down the canyon of Amiga graphics or whatever? Uh-huh. You know, none of that psychedelia or abstraction is in the book. He just tells you exactly what happens. Like, it's very frank. Um, right. Anyway, so, yeah, so Clockwork Orange and just sort of the plasticity of language and um, 
you know, the way in which that book is written, I think kind of helps the underlying theme because you're not seeing the violence in a movie. So it's easier to use abstracted language to distance you from the violent act. So in some ways that, that narrative really needs to be a book and it really uses that medium uh, quite well. But that was one of the first times I was like, Oh, like this guy's really doing it. He's like, he's saying things and it's not just wow. about, you know, kids beating each other up or whatever, drinking milk. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kids beating each other up. That was an important part of my, my, uh, narrative yeah. in high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so what all, that's th- really all I had to share was this inspiring. And also I think maybe a part of it is just being like, this person is on a bike working. And I was like, I wish I could do that right now. I thought that last week you said there was something you were going to share or last episode. You want to, you're going to do that, push that off for one more. Yeah. I'm behind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so close. You know how, do you ever have, you have stuff though, right? Which is, um, we've all done as creative people, we've all done things which are like, um, maybe there's like a window of time that you need to do the test in order to see if it works. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I am, I am, I have not yet hit the success bar, but I can only test it a few times a day. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm stuck. Word. But, Ooh. You know, like waiting for paint to dry or Evocative. like waiting for a mold, mold to cure. Or oh, I thought this was going to be like, it only works. It's like an Aztec boulder trap that you trigger with the sun when it's, the age of Aquarius or some shit. I mean, it is, it is. Yeah, no, it's that. Yeah, okay. It's, it's the digital version of that, which is a lot less, a lot yeah, less right um, provocative. Yeah. Rabbit also occurs boulder, to me that just like, you, you designed yourself a death clock like 30 minutes before everyone's lifespan um, calculation went down by 10 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. So in retro, it, it would have oh, been yeah. kind of a positive look. It's going to be like a social distancing. Like if you check the not social distancing box, it's going to go way down. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. That's, I mean, that's me, you know, like yep. enjoy your kids, figure out what it's yep. all about for real. Yep. Um, but don't stop making stuff. I think I need to get, I just assigned to all of my students that they need to maintain a sketchbook for those who aren't and date it and write it in every day because we're making history and you're going to want to, know what you were thinking you know when the world changed taylor that should be our sub challenge that should be our challenge for this episode is 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 start a sketchbook indeed do it because i should do that you definitely (laughs) should so let's have everybody do it anybody who wants to start a sketchbook do it let's see what you got and if you don't have if you already have a sketchbook show us what's in it because yeah, and this time, really cool. but like yeah. a non-old person, why not just post to opposable thumbs the hashtag as opposed to oh yeah, a cool. brand new what is it opposable underscore thumbs? It's opposable. Oh, the hashtag. I don't yeah. know. I, I think it's opposable underscore thumbs. thumbs. Um, that's oh, our account. We're not editing that, so I better check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's see what Allison did. She'll know. Allison did. Oh, she just added us. Well, you can do that too, right? I mean, honestly, I don't really know the difference. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Instagram, it's so confusing. Oh, I do want to um, give a shout out to one person. Mm-hmm. A, a person who has a, uh, Erica Heilman, who is a person I, I don't know in person, um, but who has had a podcast for an extremely long time called Rumble Strip that I love a lot. It's really mm. great. Yeah. Um, Erica is doing a really cool episode uh, called Our Town. Our show, sorry, our show, our town is a play. 
that I read in, in 11th grade or something, yeah. our show. Uh, and um, she is asking for people to uh, contribute audio files uh, into the show in order to um, just sort of create a kind of uh, montage of of kind of marking time during uh, this weird event. So things like, so audio of you like going to the grocery store or like doing dishes or mm-hmm. traffic or lack of traffic, whatever it is. Um, and her podcast is so great. Again, if you Google or search whatever rumble strip inside of any of your podcast players, it'll come up. Um, and if you go to uh, uh, rumble strip VT, uh, or is her Twitter handle and rumblestripvermont.com is her website. And, and um, please check out the podcast. It's really great. And also if you think of it and you're walking down the street, hit, hit the record button and uh, send along an audio file. Nice. Yeah. Taylor, that's all I got. Cool. Sketchbooks, rumblestrip. Yeah. So I guess if our account is a postable underscore podcast, our hashtag should probably be a, a postable underscore podcast. Right. Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Yeah, suppose those sketchbooks. And cause I, I, we want to look back and know I was writing to my students a kind of surprisingly um, personal account. Because when oh. I was heading to grad school when I was 23, uh, working at my shitty job at the uh-huh. frame making place, you know, that's when September 11th went down. And um, I remember so well that the big story I was listening to on NPR before that happened was that some great white shark had like swum up part of the Mississippi river and bitten some kid who was just swimming in the fishing hole. Wow. (laughs) And like everybody was talking about it. (laughs) Whoa. You know what I mean? So just, it's amazing to see something go by and to know with a certainty like, Oh, I'm going to be thinking about that and affected by that forever. Yikes. You know what I mean? Oh, also everybody relax out there. Take it easy. We got it. We got it. Um, I'd also like to know what chores people are doing while they listen to mm. us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So feel free to email with with that data. Dishwashing that you 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 gave a shout out to dishwashing last episode. I think. Yeah. Which which chore do you want to shout out to on this episode? Uh, chore. I, um, I'm going to give the um, putting away all the tiny things that I don't normally put away, but I should. Whoa! Deep yeah. cut. All the little weird things, like why is there a single tack on my desk? And it's because I'm too lazy to put it into the place where all the tacks go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. I'll give a shout out to our Patreons and we'll, uh, we'll bog out of here. Word. Uh, Patreon patrons. Thank you so much. Wesley Ellis, Charlie McBride, Adam Mayer, Deb Chatra, Blondie Hex, Nick Kantar, Walter Kutundu, and David Bellhorn. They're our top Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them in our league of Patreon supporter badasses, please go to patreon.com slash opposable thumbs to sponsor us. Anything you can donate really helps keep us going. Um, also, um, if you are a freelancer or out of work or whatever, uh, hang in there, uh, let us know if we can help in any way. We'll give it a shot, uh, because it's pretty crazy right now. Um, our podcast is dedicated to providing a harassment free experience for everyone, regardless of race, gender, age, sexual orientation, disability, physical appearance, body size, knowledge of subject matter or religion or lack thereof. We actively support an inclusive environment and we want you to be a part of it. You can check out our full code of conduct over at our site. Taylor, I'm going to go order some food. All right, man. What are you um, doing tonight? Spill a, uh, spill a bon me for me. I will. Oh, I will. Be cool, everybody.